What's up, everybody? This is the Crypto Cronies podcast with a cat in the background. My name is Jonathan Downing. I'm a video producer from Detroit. I'm business partners with uh, Trace Armento, and we started Drop Creative. Um, we've got Alex Barger, and we've got a guy named Chris, who I'm going to get to know over this podcast. Um, the Dropcast is a podcast that me and Trace started about video production, and we did an episode with my brother-in-law on my left here, Alex Barger, about crypto and crypto mining and it did so well on youtube and other platforms that we decided to start another podcast um this one's going to be basically all about crypto and we are the crypto cronies i'll let everybody else take over from here we'll go trey alex then chris oh cool well what's going on guys my name is trey um i'm also a video producer like john mentioned um i have a little bit of a base knowledge on cryptocurrencies have been uh collecting coins if you will for a couple of years now um i'm definitely not as knowledgeable as some people in this podcast alex and chris um so i'm excited to learn more and ask some uh questions that some people might have that have similar knowledge levels so cool i'm alex barger uh i've been into crypto since like 2014 um but didn't really get into mining until uh Two years ago when we started a company called Hyrule Ventures, um, which what I'm doing now, we mine crypto for uh, retail investors and, and businesses. Um, yeah. I'm Chris Wavra. I've been in crypto since about 2017, 2018. Um, I started or I co-founded a company called Musk Miners. What we do is we sell ASIC equipment, Bitcoin miners, Ethereum miners, and we recently got into the hosting service where we uh, provide cheap electric for people who want to mine with their um, ASIC machines and do it strictly on flare gas. So uh, I think we're going to start off today by Alex. Are you going to be the one who's going to be announcing today's prices? Oh, God. Uh, it is a bloodbath today. Uh, I think Bitcoin is up around 16000 uh, last time I checked, Ethereum was at eleven hundred, twelve hundred. I think they're eleven hundred. Like, yeah, uh, it's a great buying opportunity. Is the way we spend it's on it. sale. It's on sale. It's an early Black Friday sale, so act quickly. Great. So, yeah. um, work with us here. If there's any audio issues or anything weird like that, we have run an episode already, but we're probably just gonna cut that up and do some cool snippets for social media. Um, Chris, we like to do some things with current events and, uh, I think there's something that you want to talk about what's going on in the crypto world right now. Yeah. So big news. Uh, I'm sure if you're interested in crypto, you kind of heard about it. Um, FTX, it's crumbling. Um, they, uh, over leveraged and they, uh, they need a lot of money right now. And so Binance is looking to help them out with their liquidity problems and buy them up. That's the last I heard. Uh, Alex, you had mentioned they maybe mm -hmm. not be buying them out. Yeah. Uh, so I think, um, yeah, as of this morning, it, it, they announced that they were going to pull out of the deal after announcing like 24 hours earlier that they were going to start the due diligence process and sent a letter of intent that they were going to potentially acquire FTX or purchase them. Um, but they mentioned it this morning that, uh, 
looks like it might be falling through. So they found something in the due diligence period, last 24 hours that may scrap the deal. So that's, that's kind of what's been circulating right now that I've seen. So what, so, what is, yeah. Yeah. What real is quick, that? For the people that don't know exactly FTX and Binance, those are like trading platforms, if you will, similar, like a Coinbase, right? Correct. Yep. Gotcha. And they both have their own tokens. Uh, FTX is FTT. Binance is BNB. Yeah. Um, FTX, you know, they've just blown up in the last three months. They were the ones, you know, they helped, uh, it was BlockFi get out of their crunch, purchase them. I think their valuation was like, uh, what was it? 250 million. They ended up getting them for like 35 or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know what they ended up doing. They, you know, they talked about how Celsius, the lending platform, um, you know, they shouldn't over leverage all this stuff and then they go, go out and do the same thing. So it's, uh, it's not good for the industry. That's for sure. But you know, um, just, uh, mm -hmm. just make sure you hold your own keys type thing. It's kind of where we sit. True. And uh, a bunch did a bunch of people get screwed over like having FTX accounts in that regard or how does that whole situation work when you had a bunch of holdings within FTX or like a platform? platform like that well i think right now i think if the main exposure with ftx is you can still access your funds it's that if you owned the native token ftt it is uh, absolutely tanked yeah it's so the ceo and founder of ftx it's sam Bankman fried he was multi-billionaire and now with like over 24 hours just lost it all like lost like 90 plus percent of his net worth because the coin plunged so bad. And so FTX, one third of their assets on their books were this FTT token. Um, so it, so yeah, it really tanked that hard. And um, not to get too technical into the details, but this whole, a lot of this is stemming from what's called a flywheel scheme, where these platforms have these native tokens. And what they do is they issue out out to, so you and I can buy them. Uh, if you stake them on the platform, you can get interest or, or whatever. Um, and the more you, you earn or the more you hold on their platforms the better uh lower fees you're charged or uh other things um and what they do is they hold the majority of them and they have people on board their funds and then they get more of them and then they mark the value of those to the market so they pump up the value of them and then they go to all these investors and vc funds and say hey look at the huge valuation we have and then vc funds give them money they pump the price some more and then improve their books. And then it's just like a big cycle of, of they improve their books, makes them look better. They keep pumping their internal token. And it just, it gives a false impression of, of appreciating assets and Is growing the business. Fraud? When in reality, it's yeah. not fraud. It's, it's the uh, product of an unregulated industry right now. Oh. Yeah. It, it, it's, I mean, theoretically it's, a, it's the same. It's slightly similar to a, Publicly traded companies buying back their stock if it feels undervalued, in order to help, you know, either push the price up or take advantage of, or capitalize on a, a buying opportunity of a undervalued stock. But uh, this is much more elaborate and than than just a stock buyback. So, flywheel scheme, and okay. it's it's similar to what happened to Celsius and and Voyager. Let's slow down here. Let's slow down here. So there's a lot of things that people are, you guys <laughs> yeah. are talking about, and I think we really need to dumb it down a little bit. You guys, like, 
was it five minutes ago said something about that they had their own tokens. Is that them just saying that they have their own coins? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like a share of their company in a way. Um, you know, you're buying into the valuation of them and their coin, which is like a share. Okay, so it's yeah. just a stock share. It's not like because like when I buy Bitcoin, I don't hold like a like a like a stock in Bitcoin. I mean, technically, but but it's not a company. It it so it, it's almost like you know how when you go to a bank and you deposit funds in a bank and you yeah. get interest. Yeah. So one way to think of these native tokens is you deposit your funds onto these platforms and you have the opportunity to buy, have it sit as FTT tokens and earn interest on it. Um, and what they do, they turn around and they either uh, borrow additional funds and hold that the FTT as, as collateral um, or do a bunch of other, what's called rehypothecation. Um, but it, it's it's basically letting them use your funds for yeah whatever Same they with, want yeah the bank it's like a bank it lends yeah. it out yeah um and when when you buy their coin it's like you were saying Alex it's like staking staking it um so you get the interest and they limit um uh, or they restrict how easily you can remove your funds from the coin don't they. Usually, you know, you'll have to wait a certain amount of days to actually remove mm -hmm. funds. Yes. And I know yeah, like it, you could stake Ethereum 2 for a while and all that. And it would take Yeah, a Trey, have you heard of this? Are you familiar with this? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I have Ethereum People stake. Knows it all. You, you get a per person. Well, I mean, like the whole token aspect that they were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, think of it in the sense of, it's not exactly the same in the sense of that there's, the staking and stuff involved, but like how ApeCoin is, that's a company that then created a coin that is basically just acting as a currency for their company, as well as other stuff. So yeah, and you know, Crypto.com does something with their. You hold like their Crypto.com, their Crow Coin. There's like tiered debit cards that you can have, and yeah, you know, one of them will pay for your Netflix and all these subscriptions and. Um, Say and you get ten percent crow back on your purchases, and so they, they, you know these these platforms are doing all sorts of creative things with with how they reward you for holding their native token. Uh, but ultimately, it's you know FTX. I don't think had any limit on what they could actually print or or do with it. Um, so it's it's like I was saying, like heavily unregulated. But uh, so this whole FTX downfall is solely or like the result of the bitcoin downfall as well like they're behind that tank essentially in a way yeah you'd say that uh, a lot of people are pulling off of exchanges um and so the valuation of bitcoin is going down the network's getting weaker i guess probably more people are pulling their miners um uh, mm -hmm. because they're not profitable and it's just kind of this build up, right? Where everything's just building up and then the price is going to start dropping. And we've seen that yeah. over the last 24 hours. It was 18, 19,000. And now it's just touching 15, just about, you know, it's at 16 flat. Yeah. And what, um, and what, what really uh, kicked this whole thing off is, uh, 
I think either Monday or Sunday night or something like that, the CEO of Binance had sent out a tweet saying how they were going to close a bunch of their FTT positions yep. because upon due diligence, they saw that, you know, that it, the value of it was really not tied to anything and they were able to just kind of print money out of thin air. And so when he did that, it began a free fall of the FTT token. The next morning, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried called the CEO of Binance and essentially was like, hey, we have a liquidity issue. We need help. Um, and so that's what kind of, I mean, that's what got the wheels going on on a potential buyout or, or acquisition. So it's, it, it, and then that's what kind of sent the, the Bitcoin price or the crypto market in, into this decline we're in right now. It's, it's interesting because Binance probably saw this coming. And when they pull their coins or say they're going to pull it, it'll drop the valuation of FTX and they can acquire it. I mean, they're a very strong company. Mm -hmm. um, the CEO think... was saying that they have no debt. They have no debt. They just have a lot of cash on hand. On this bear market, they're probably pumping companies and dropping them and then hmm. acquiring them. And for other people that don't know, I wasn't quite yeah. too sure what all of this meant. And um, Alex explained it to me. It'd be like the equivalent of like Apple buying Samsung or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like two of the largest I was like, John, you companies. see the news? I was like, you see the news? And he's like, no, what does it mean? I'm like, ah, it's like. Well, I saw it. I just didn't know Apple what it meant. Apple like, like Samsung or, yeah, just trying to relate it to, you know, something else that people can relate to. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's, and because like FTX is just like portrayed such like a power position, you know, they, the Miami heat arena is the FTX arena. Mm -hmm. If you look like, if you watch formula run one, it, FTX is like everywhere. Um, Tom Brady's and all these FTX commercials, um, you know, they really have a huge marketing budget. It looks like, and, and then even the fact that like Chris was saying, how they bailed out BlockFi and are in the process of, of, of helping out Voyager. I don't know what's going to happen with that deal. Um, another platform that has gone under. Um, so it was, it's kind of surprising that it's surprising. And then it's not, it's like, where are they getting all this cash from to do all this? And then lo and behold, wow, they are insolvent. So, so what does that mean for miners? Um, well, I mean, obviously it drops your profitability. So difficulty is already at an all-time high. Um, and with the price of Bitcoin dropping, you know, if your electric rate's eight cents, eight and a half cents, um, and you're mining, your break-even price is about 15,000. Um, and so this dropping, you know, you're, a lot of people, if they're not, or if they're mining at home, there's no way they're profitable right now. Hmm. Um, so only people who are in like minor high. pools and stuff like that makes sense. In like a legitimate like mining facility. Mining facilities, like large yeah. facilities that can get a cheaper electric rate. Say they're yeah. buying it at five cents, charging eight cents or seven cents, whatever it may be. Um, you know, these are the only people that are probably profitable right now. And that's with the, you know, newer models. You know, if you're mining with older models, you're not, yeah. not in the green. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, being a miner, you know the cycle. You know that it's going to come back. And, like, you just have to have cash on hand to get through the 
get through the bear markets. I mean, this mm -hmm. is expected. Like if you're in crypto, you know this is coming. Mm -hmm. um, it's just there's a four-year cycle. It happens in Bitcoin. And you just kind of have to prepare for it. Mm. True. Yeah. So now everybody's just kind of waiting for the price to go back up, obviously, so profits can start. Like the margins yep. just get larger. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are going to start. I mean, they already have been, but larger um, institutions or you know buyers of equipment are going to start buying uh, minor equipment now. These are going to be the lowest they've been in years. Mm -hmm. uh, cost per terahash. So, whoa, uh, what's a terahash? Poof. Terahash. <laughs> That's uh, it's pretty much what the output of a, your a unit of computational power. Yeah. yeah. Of your machine. Okay. And so, usually, the higher amount of terahash a machine has, the higher cost per terahash it also has. Um, just and by because comes from electricity. It's so the measurement of like hashing is is a is a machine. It's like it's like um it's like horsepower for a car. Yeah. So higher horsepower, faster the car. Higher hashing power. Higher price. Yeah. And then also it's still like higher horsepower is like more energy gasoline intake. Is that still correct with those? Yes and no. Yeah. Are becoming more efficient? Yeah. Um. So. That it yes, they usually consume more energy, but they're becoming more and more efficient, which is good. Mm -hmm. yeah. now well, you know. now you know so much yeah. knowledge. <clears throat> Jeez, did anything else happen in the Bitcoin world today or recently? Oof, I mean, that's I mean that's pretty big news. That's uh, yeah. Is that like the biggest news that's happened since these things even came around? Biggest since oh, Celsius I'm, was going under. Yeah, Celsius I mean, and Voyager going under, and now this. Yeah. Um, Trey, Bitcoin you were the asking. Lowest that they've been in months. Uh, so. Yeah, the prices. Are you asking about like what's going to happen to people who have invested in FTX? And Alex, you mm -hmm. mentioned you know the FTT token tanking, but FTX was also um, not allowing people to withdraw their funds yesterday. And so oh, they I were that. practically trading because they didn't have the, the cash for it. They weren't able wow. to pay out people who were trying to pull out um, their coins or their valuation. And so, um, so that's one way it's affected people. You know, they're getting less value for how much they have invested. Obviously, crypto, or Bitcoin's dropped 2000 in a day. So... Um, you know, that's, that's probably what, 10%, 15% or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, if it continues to drop, we could see another Celsius situation where people lose a lot of funds that they had on the exchange mm -hmm. um, if Binance doesn't buy them out. So is, are all, their all, all the funds are frozen on there? No, the they floor? were just halting okay. withdrawals. Gotcha. Um, it also says that, Crypto.com is that this, this is crypto.com suspending all withdrawals. <laughs> That's a competitor. So a lot of people are suspending FTX withdrawals. Hmm. FTT. FTT. Yep. Sorry. Um, this says crypto.com just suspended withdrawals from USDC and USDT on the Solera network. 
Oh, Solana. So Solana, Solana is Solana so Solana is another network or another crypto that's tied uh, pretty heavily with FTX, and so Solana has been absolutely rocked by this as well. I think it was down like thirty or forty percent in price um, along the same timeline that FTT was down. And put in perspective, um, before the news broke, um, FTT was going for around like twenty four dollars, twenty three dollars. And as of right now, it's going for $3. And so this is all over within a 48-hour span. Did you guys buy? No, 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 no. Wow. More for everybody else. Um, And uh, Solana was going for around similar price, $24. And now it's sitting at like $14. So 46% price decline. Jeez. Um, Yeah. So I think... So one third of their of FTX's value was held in FTT, and I want to say almost another third, I could be totally wrong, um, was held in in Solana or, <laughs> or Solana type holdings. Are you guys uh, familiar that today, one year ago, was when Bitcoin had its all time high of sixty nine k? I did see that. What a coincidence! <laughs> oh. Yeah, what a way to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. jeez. So these companies, um, like, what does it take to run these companies employee-wise? Like, how many people are, like, involved in all this? Like, So so it's it, it's multiple companies. So uh, Sam Bankman fried he actually started with this company called Alameda Research. And so that was his, his primary company. Um, I think it was, like, a quantitative trading company, mm-hmm. or is still a quantitative trading company. Um, and then from there created like FTX and there's FTX US. Um, And, you know, long story short, it it, it takes a lot of people. Um, It's just because FTX is massive. Um, So I'd imagine they have have the employee count to back that up. And these are these employees, like what would they necessarily even do at a company like this? Are they like traders? Are they designers? Are they like engineers? Like what? what does it take to keep a company like this off the ground if it's just like all crypto trading? I think something, just anything like any other company, you know, they have a marketing department, they have an HR department, they have yeah. you know, customers. Okay. So a lot of customer support. Um, a lot of customers. Yeah. I mean, just, just like any other mm. company, just a crypto company though. Yeah. It seems like tech is going all up and down. I mean, meta just laid off a bunch of people and Twitter after it was acquired, um, hired and fired a bunch of people. And it's like, what's going on? Like what's next in the, the, the tech world? Is this just because everything was kind of like backed up with a bunch of money that was there and now it's not or what? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what happened with meta. He, they they cut what eleven thousand employees. I think mm-hmm. I saw. Yeah, I think there was like ten yeah. percent of their workforce equated out to. Yeah, I mean that's just probably ahead of the recession that's coming. Yeah, too. They're just trying so you, to cut. cut the fat. Would you say we're not in a recession right now? No, I mean we're starting, but mm-hmm. I think it's coming. Um, I think Elon was saying six to twelve months. See it, mm-hmm. uh, most likely starting in six months. And so, yeah, once, once interest rates actually start going up, um, I mean, they already have, but I don't know. There's just a lot, a lot to cover still. 
in 30% of the total amount of U.S. dollars in circulation being printed in a year and a half, um, you know, it's going to cause a huge drop in the dollar well, value. Is that number accurate? Yeah. 30%, yeah. Jeez. I believe so. Oh, Alex? Is, I did not know that. Ooh. No? You can't put that on me. I don't. I don't know that one off the top of my head. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna default to Trey. T Bone, what do you yeah, say? Yeah, Trey, what's up? Trey, Trey looks. Yeah, Trey agrees. Verdict says, I have no freaking clue. <laughs> yeah. Of the total amount of U.S. dollars that were already circulating, an additional thirty percent was added mm. in like two years. I did. Yeah. I did see something along those lines. I, it with all like the stimulus and, and additional. Yeah, just the extra package. They're taking on. Yeah, just pulled that one out of thin air. Yeah, you winked it. Um, a couple ones and. But correct for that's going to be tough. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. and as long as they keep raising interest rates, it's going to keep dampening the market. So, yeah, politicians, politics. Hmm. Ed. All the buzzwords. Yeah. Yeah. Today It'll help the market. Feels like a very, very, very sad day. It is a sad day. This <laughs> is a this is a very uh bloody Wednesday. This is, a, is a, yeah. a lot of red across the board. Yeah, Alex, when you messaged me for this topic, you sounded very <laughs> excited. <laughs> I, don't know, I, I didn't excited, know it was but I was so like, oh, bloody. we gotta cover this. Jeez. Yeah. I would have so, yeah. I, I didn't I knew that they were gonna. When he said that let, there was a letter of intent to buy. I was like, God, I hope they buy. Because if they back out, this is gonna turn everything red. And then this morning, we backed out happened. after a curve of consideration. I was like, I was like, oh God. And yeah. Then, so. Yeah. Not not just the USD, obviously that's an issue, but like when it comes to the crypto market, who like what do you think is gonna be next to get that that back up and running? Because I mean. Yeah, obviously you can't predict going? what. Oh, so yeah, I mean, just to get like the market in the green again. Yeah, I mean, obviously you can't predict that kind of stuff, but usually there's always something where it's like, oh, well, everybody's in the process of moving their miners from here to there at the moment, or like you know, like I, I remember when. Oh um, yeah, miner capitulation. Yeah, like is there anything? Is there any any safe thing right now where everybody's just kind of like, oh well, yeah, obviously once this gets picked back up, it'll be. Hopefully we'll see. Well, I think there's like a multitude of factors that are impacting everything right now. And a lot of it is, is uncertainty and, and I, I don't know, just, I guess, fear of, of what's going to happen with FTX. Cause you know, so I guess rewinding back further, there was a company called three, a three arrows capital three AC, and they screwed a lot of people in industry. They just, they just fraud a lot of uh, crypto companies lent them money and uh so that kind of kicked things off of uh why celsius another crypto platform went under um and then voyager another crypto platform that went under um and so they i think that this is what's happening now is that ftx is going under now and it's going to take i don't know a well-defined plan and, and actual like clear view of what is actually impacted with them and then it's going to take yeah, new money to prop up the market, I guess. It's just, 
Yeah. There's a lot of things to consider. Um, and then on top of that, we're just, you know, we're in, we're bordering into a recession. Um, but like Chris was saying, you know, it moves in four year cycles. Uh, I think this, we're going to see a huge upswing in 2024 when you know, the Bitcoin happening starts or the next Bitcoin happening occurs. Um, and so historically that's when you've seen, we've seen the, uh, crypto market kind of reach that next level. So I'd say 2023 is probably going to remain pretty stagnant. And then uh, midway through 2024, we'll see uh, a lot of activity. Yeah. Hmm. 25 will probably be the new all-time high again. Because um, 2021 was all-time high. Four years from there. Yeah. Another one. Usually how it goes. Um, I don't know. It opens the door for new entrepreneurs. A lot of new money. Um, maybe there's some exchanges that are doing it the right way and you know this is a chance for them to grow get more exposure um and a lot of congress is going to start using this to regulate the shit out of all you know the exchange companies um because it's it's just happened too much mm-hmm. hmm. and regulation is kind of something that we don't want to happen if i'm correct Yes and no. Yeah, I think some is is welcome, like stuff like this, because like you should you should be able to try. These are massive platforms. Like if you know, it'd be the equivalent of like, oh, I my PNC bank funds are now not available. It's like there needs to be some sort of like trust or or guarantee in the crypto space from well, there is if you hold your own keys, your own wallet, which everybody should. Highly recommend you need to have a cold storage wallet. You should not have a bunch of funds on platforms. I, if, if you haven't learned that through this year, then I, I don't know. Just, then we can't help you. But um, no, there it's a clear problem when you have some of the massive players in an emerging industry that have all gone on under at the first sign of like a, a bear market. So um, I think if a lot of it is due to, I mean, we know a lot of it is due to the irresponsible you know, lending activity and, and collateralized digital assets that there's no regulation around. Mm. Um, so I think regulation of that is, regulation around that is very needed. Um, but there's definitely a lot, there's a whole list of things that we don't want regulated and the whole reason that crypto exists, I guess, from a mining perspective, Chris would agree is that, you know, we don't want our energy rates regulated for, our, for the purpose of mining and, um, I guess, you know, machine or digital, uh, equipment tariffed higher if it's tied to, to Bitcoin stuff. So it's, I think regulation makes sense in some places, but not in others. So, so it just depends. So let's go back to this holding your own keys thing. If I'm, if I'm correct, I remember when, um, I first started getting into crypto and I was talking to you about advice and stuff like that. You were telling me, um, you had told me. And correct me if I'm wrong, you were like, never have all your assets on one device, whether it be like a hard drive or a USB or some sort of wallet, because you were like, why would you do that? And I was like, well, what do you mean? Like, just what if some, you were like, you could lose it or it could fail or something like that. And I was like, well, what about if Coinbase goes under? And you were like, what have happened if TCF went under, which it did. And I would say it's Huntington now, but like, what would happen if your bank went under? And it's like, uh, I guess you're right. So now what I'm hearing from you <laughs> is that it's totally the opposite. No, so as long as you, as long as you, so where for everybody, Chris, do you want to explain wallets? Uh, I mean, I know them a little bit. 
Yeah, you're talking about it like having your own nano ledger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you're able to, you know, so you could have a nano ledger set it up. You pretty much get access to your own um, address wallet on the blockchain, right? That only you can access by certain keys that you have. Keys are username, password, you could say. Mm -hmm. And um, a way you can pull off your coins from an exchange is just by sending to that address. Mm -hmm. So say I bought you know, a bunch of Bitcoin on Coinbase and I wanted to pull it off the exchange, put it on a nano ledger. All mm -hmm. I would have to do is send it to that wallet address, mm -hmm. make sure I have access to my coin or to my keys, username, password, um, and you know those funds were, would arrive to that um, address, and then I'd be able to access it through a computer. And so, yeah. what would that address be? Is that like an individual server space, or is it like a website that's its, its own? It's just like your NFTs. So, like all of those like numbers and letters, like that mm -hmm. are attached with your NFTs. Those are the same type or like same addresses, pretty much. Or like when you go to send money on coinbase or any of those things where you're like paying for something or receiving something you have a specific wallet address for each coin so whether you're sending ethereum bitcoin cardano whatever the case may be and and so that's where we talk about like the blockchain and and it being a digital ledger so imagine john there are everybody who has an account a bitcoin account um there are a list of all the wallet addresses for all mm -hmm. of those coins mm -hmm. and so all all Bitcoin is, it's just a digital ledger. So mm -hmm. John sent Trey a Bitcoin and it just updates the ledger, processes it. So that wallet address that has the the Bitcoin holding in it, that's what you have access to. And so you have a, a passphrase that can recover that or, or a key phrase. Um, and so say your computer blows up or whatever, as long as you have the key phrase, you can go on a different computer, type in that, your private key, and it will get everything back and that private uh, key is just no different than like a url it's like it's a string of like 26 or so like letters and numbers or sometimes they have past phrases now where it's just like 12 or 15 uh just words. random words yeah. yeah and so you as long as you type those in in that in that specific order you can recover your assets where wherever you are so you, and that's not through like a hosting site that's just like in a url tab through the, no, it's through the the ledger. You're, so it it depends on. I would I think you have to use the if you use a nano ledger, Chris. I've actually never done cross like wallets. I'm sure you can because that would defeat the entire purpose. Well, there's like EtherScan and stuff too to like where you yeah. can see all of the different transactions happening, and you can literally click on. I'm right here. You can click on from this one. Someone sent them point four ETH. And you can mm -hmm. go through and see all of their transactions from that wallet, yeah. essentially. Like, whoever this person is, 0xe1, blah, 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 blah. I can now see all their stuff that they've done under that wallet address. So it's all public information. It's all mm -hmm. out there, essentially. Mm -hmm. yep. And that's the blockchain. That's what yeah. legitimizes it. Mm -hmm. And you guys are wondering exactly how you're given that wallet address on your nano ledger so and your nano ledger is a piece of hardware it's it's like a little usb thumb drive looking yeah, thing yeah, but yeah. 
very yeah. What about that yeah. thing that you gave me recently? That was Armageddon. Those cards. <laughs> Chris, it's the Arculus wallet. Arculus wallet. What's so funny? From, they like uh, they were giving them out like candy at uh, Bitcoin Miami last year. It was just literally. I think we all went home with like ten of them. Like they were, uh, there were, there was, yeah, they were everywhere. Would you? Is that just? Is that a nano ledger as well? So that's it, it's similar to that. It's a cold wallet. Um, yeah, you would download their app, I think, and then you scan it. Um, so basically, it sits. Anytime you scan it, you can withdraw money from it. But, but they're would not you a still sponsor. be holding? They're not your a sponsor, own... so we're not talking about them. Yeah. Okay. But would you be yeah. able? Wouldn't that be not even holding your keys then, because they're in control of your money? No. So it's just a. It's a. It leads to a wallet. So like, say you want twenty dollars from your cold. It's called cold storage when it's held offline. You take your phone, scan your card, and then select how much you want drawn from it, and then it would put it into your hot wallet. And then a nano ledger is not a cold storage. Nano ledger is a cold storage. Okay. It's like a little thumb drive, so it's off the internet or off a platform. Just go to ledger.com. They have like all the different products that you can buy. They mm. they do this and obviously recommend it too. If you're buying any big like NFTs or anything, you can put them on a ledger too. It's the same sort of thing. It's all on the blockchain. Hmm. Yep. The more you know, yeah, the more you know. For starting what are your these keys? crypto tags? Do you do you guys know anything about that? Is that just for like a oh, yeah. safe keys or whatever? You like, is it where, are you talking about the ones where you scan somebody's thing? I don't know. It just looks like a big metal card with a bunch of numbers all over it. That's what this was. I'll send it to you. Yeah, you got me on that one. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So what you guys are suggesting that I should do is pick up a nano ledger and then have the and then like just pull my coin. And then put it on that. Yes. Oh. Uh, yeah. So T Bone, I have these. So what it I, is is it's a uh, piece of metal that you can engrave your passphrase on, or your uh, your uh, recovery phrase, your seed phrase. Um, and it's on metal because ah oh, yeah exactly that's exactly what it it is. So yep. And so you can put your uh, you can put your passphrase in there. So like if there's a fire, it won't burn if. Um, I don't. You don't have to have it on the on your computer where somebody might hack you and find it. Um, so that's that's where I hold mine. So I, I recommend doing that. It looks like Chris does too. So if it's good enough for me and Chris, it's good enough for you guys. Who engraves it on the metal? Yeah, uh, I bought a metal engraver and it sucks. Wow. Oh, man, it sucks. I was about to say if some company's sending it to you, you're just passing out your keys. Ever. It was the worst writing ever. Yes, yeah, so I got like a twenty dollar like engraver on uh on like Amazon. It showed up and I was like it was like nah. I was like this I'd like take breaks, I was like my hand is killing me. Or yeah, or they have them with like the letter the letters. The that, has a bunch so of Chris letters was smart. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Chris was came smart. With it. Yeah. And those just plug in like a puzzle piece. Yeah. You just slide them in. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. See, I'm behind, yeah. man. So that's what we recommend. You hold your stuff on so you don't get blown up. I mean, say you buy now. Bitcoin's 15,000. Ethereum's 1,100. Whatever. You buy Kadena, it's a dollar. And uh, yeah. in 2025, it goes at 10Xs. You know, you're going to want to have that in a safe spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Kadena will more than 10X. I, I can't believe it's a dollar right now. I saw that and I was like, that's... Yeah, 
like last November, like you're saying, it was yeah. $25. And people were paying 70 grand for an ASIC. And now those ASICs are five grand. Yeah. 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 I talked to a bunch of people in Miami that were, I was like, oh, wow, that guy bought a Kadena miner for like 60 grand. And so I was like, yeah, dude, I bought it for like 75,000. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, man. Uh, I'm sorry. And how much do they cost now? Like five, five grand. So, so ASIC miners, which are the, the, the computers that mine crypto, they move in in line with how much the crypto they're producing costs. So, if you have a Bitcoin miner, they cost ten thousand. Bitcoin doubles in value. Then most likely you're going to pay twenty thousand now for that Bitcoin miner. And so, Kadena went parabolic. So it went from like one dollar to like twenty twenty five dollars. So these miners they cost ten grand shot away up to the seventy five thousand because they were making like they make like four hundred fifty dollars a day. They had yeah, they made four hundred dollars a day, and they were the, like the hottest thing for like couple months um but then you know the price came down and so you had a bunch of people who paid top dollar for a miner that's no longer producing 450 dollars a day yeah i had to talk a guy into not getting it because he's like yeah i want to buy it i'm going to take out this mortgage on my house max out this these credit cards once i get them I'm like dude dude i'm not helping you yeah you will regret that did he do it no i was literally like yeah because he could only pay like 70 or 80% and then wouldn't be able to pay for like another week. And I was like, can't do it because yeah. I'm not going to let somebody take that. They're put, I don't want that on me. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, dude, I think this is a really bad decision to be honest with you. And that's like, I'm making money off of it, but no, that's, you know, that's yeah. Oh, so you have morals. When you guys are saying Cardino, <laughs> are you may, are you meaning Cardano? But Cardano. K A D E N A, yeah. Started by a uh, ex uh, JP Morgan Chase people. Um, gotcha. It's like yeah. a, it's a proof of so work. You said it, it's a good time mm-hmm. to buy that coin, is what you're saying. Yes, I believe in. I think it's a it's a it's a very very fast. Um, so Bitcoin transactions process every ten minutes, um, which that's when their blocks are are mined, or and Kadena blocks are mined every thirty seconds. So it, it can move a lot of information very quickly. Um, and so there's a lot of business use cases that could, that can be applied to. Um, now that Bitmain's making yeah. data miners, that's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They, they blew out the competition with that thing. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, to put it in perspective, so gold, there's a company called Gold Shell, and they're the ones who were originally making the main uh cadena miners and so we're going back to like you know hashing power terror hash um like the biggest gold shell cadena miner was like 40 terra hatch really the kd max and then bitmain announced that they were going to make one and bitmain is like the flagship manufacturer of all other miners asic miners they announced that they were going to start making them and their model was like 160 six terahash hash or something like that so it's their first model is four times the power of the current most powerful yeah Meyer. so it's like so much more efficient yeah so much more power and mm-hmm. they're like five months apart <laughs> yeah it, it's crazy months yeah and so mm-hmm. those get released in december 
there's not a single coin on Coinbase's um, catalog that you can buy right now that's go- that's up. Everything is just down. Dude, I'm telling you, it's, it's a bloodbath. That, yeah. You can't even buy Kadena on Coinbase. I guess you can. Yeah, you have to buy it on KuCoin. KuCoin or uh, not... I think Binance might list it now. No, I'm not sure. Uh, we usually get ours on KuCoin. We do KuCoin. Yeah. Well, cool, guys. Is there uh, any other topics we want to cover in this bloodbath of a day? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about, Trey? Jeez. You know, I've just been uh, enjoying you guys in my ear here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hugging your ear off. No, um, but yeah, no, it's actually been really interesting uh, just hearing kind of what has been going on because I really didn't have time to to look into what was actually going on. I just saw a whole lot of red on my Coinbase and other platforms. So um, thank you for clearing some air. And I hope uh, our viewers that are still around have definitely got some questions answered as well. Um, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I'm behind it on the market. And I, I just, I need some more sources other than strictly Instagram. Yeah, and you, where I can like read <laughs> up on what the dude, hell is Twitter, going Twitter is a. If you follow the right things on Twitter, I don't have. Twitter, I don't insane. have a Twitter. I've never had. Dude, a Twitter. get a Twitter. And, just, and I don't want a Twitter. Uh, I'm telling you, man, news just breaks follow, like, so much faster. People. Yeah, just don't worry yeah. about and don't don't follow NFT people or else <laughs> you'll just get spammed. Oh, yeah, dude. how's your bots going, bro? It's. I don't want to talk about it. I I emailed Twitter and I was like, why are there so many bots? So one week, uh, do we talk about this? Did I tell you this story? You I told was, me. I had like uh, 700 followers a week, and then I tweeted something stupid and or like responded to a tweet, and it got traction. And then over the next couple days, I had like 12,000 people follow me, but they all had like 100 followers or less, and were they were following like 100 people or less, had no followers, and they were all not from the USA, and <laughs> and like. Just latched on. <laughs> I said, like, oh, you're gonna be. I think I, I said something election. about a, somebody was like, oh, <clears throat> it was like a New York Times like article about like Taco Bell or something like that, and I was like, I was like, oh yeah, sign me up, and then, <laughs> and then yeah, and then, and then like twelve thousand bots later, it's of the bot. Thing, that was my first time realizing how much of an issue bots are. Yeah, because I was like, oh, they're just annoying people who spam NFT stuff, but like. No, there's so many AI. out there. It's crazy. Well, yeah. uh yeah. When Elon was acquiring Twitter, um Twitter said they only had a 5% bot rate. Ooh. But it was actually like 20%. And Elon was higher. Like, that's why they were going through negotiations for so long or one of the reasons. It's because Elon was like your stock isn't worth this. Um mm-hmm. you know, that's 20% of your value is fake. Um, yeah, but yeah, that'll probably change. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Bots are no joke. So, yeah. John sign up for Twitter, follow not NFT people and don't talk about, don't comment any Taco Bell tweets and you'll be fine. But yeah. They are no, right. In the sense that like news tends to hit Twitter first. It do. I'm yeah. telling you, it does. Yep. Especially in this industry, or like finance, yeah, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
So there you go. There's your new sources. Yeah. Okay. Turn on some Bloomberg in your life once in a while. <laughs> yeah. I will say one of my favorite things on Twitter is, is Jim Cramer's tweets. <laughs> this trolling Jim Cramer tweets just like. Yes. It's Hilarious. Enough in itself to own a Twitter account. It was so funny when he was going against everybody in like the Reddit community with GameStop and AMC. It's so awesome. Oh, they were just grilling them. <laughs> but. Old Jim yeah. Cramer. Hmm. Well, okay. Guys, um, well, we want to go clean off the blood and uh, have ourselves <laughs> a night. Yeah, we're at 50 yeah. minutes right now. For everybody listening, we're going to try to have this podcast out by tomorrow. We're going to launch the CryptoConies Instagram. We're going to get that Gmail up and running. So if you guys have any questions or anything, um, you know, shoot us those questions. Um, beyond that, this episode today was pretty um, in-depth when it comes to detail and stuff like that. So if it was a little over your head, sorry. If you're still listening, thank you. Other than that, we're <laughs> going to be doing a little bit more... Um, less heady conversations soon when it comes to like actually breaking down what crypto is. So um, stick with us on the next one. Like I said, we already recorded one in the past, but we're going to cut that one up and we're going to call that one the lost episode. Yeah. All right. Thanks everybody. Does anybody have anything else to say? Bye. Big any questions. Just uh, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hodel. No cronies out. Cronies out. Peace. Peace.